From Parkway Church in Corona, this is the Parkway Podcast. Our prayer is that this message blesses and encourages you today as you listen. If you would like to know more information on who we are as a church, you can visit our website, weareparkway.com. Well, it's a good day that you're tuning in today. Thank you for being with us today. If you're new, we want to know that you're here. I want to know that you're here. So if you could just take a brief moment, go to weareparkway.com slash connect. Fill out that quick form there. It's just a name and an email, maybe a uh, quick check box. That lets us know you're here, but we're going to send you a small gift just to say thank you for being with us today and thank you for taking the time to fill that out. Happy Father's Day to all the dads. Shout out to you. Listen, you're appreciated, you're valued, you're needed, and we love you. And I just want to say shout out to all of you that are filling that role for somebody else, maybe a grandfather, a big brother, an uncle, a cousin, a friend, role model, you know, shout out to you. Like, we love you. We appreciate you. You're needed and you're valuable. In just a moment, um, we're going to get into what we have in store for you today, and it is amazing. I'm excited for it. But I just want to give you a quick update as to where we are um, in our reopening plan for Parkway. Right now, we are preparing to reopen. Uh, we're still finishing the work in the worship uh, center. Uh, we're doing a little bit of a stage extension, so that's just got to be completed. We're hoping um, we're going to be moving forward with that this week. Our tech team is also just running some tests with our equipment so that we'll be able to live stream the service while also um, having a physical service at the same time. And we're reaching out to our teams just to see who's available uh, to, to help us uh, make sure that these physical services run because we can't do it without people. So if you are part of our host team or any of our teams, we've reached out to you. Check out that email and let us know where you're at. I want you to know, though, that when we do get back, and come back to physical services, it's gonna look different. It's gonna be different than what you're used to, what I'm used to, what we had before, and we're hoping that it's just for a period of time and then we can get back to to semi-normal. But when you come in, we have some regulations and some guidelines that we need to follow um, uh, just to make sure that uh, people are safe. And we're doing this because we care, because we love, and it's what we have. It's what we have to work with. So what can you do? A few things is you can pray for us. We need all the prayer we can get. Prayer is so important and so valuable. So take a moment each day if you could and just pray for Parkway Church. Pray for us as a, as a lead team. Um, stand, be, stand with us. You know, stand beside us in the process. Um, just support however you can. Uh, also, serve. When it comes time to, if you're, if you're comfortable, if you're able, um, just, just uh, let us know that you're willing to serve, and that's how, you can, that's how we can all move forward. Well, it's Father's Day, and um, I'm excited about today. You're not going to hear from just me. You're actually going to hear from four different dads. Uh, we've asked uh, these fathers just to share a thought or experience um, from their own life or just uh, what it means to be a father or just a, a scripture that comes to mind. And I hope that it encourages you, that it challenges you, regardless of whether you are, are a father or not. And let me tell you, I believe that you're going to be blessed today. I love being a father. I love being a father. Psalms 127 in the Passion Translation says that children are God's love gift. Nothing stresses me more out, but makes me, uh, has helped me understand the heart of God more and touches the deepest parts of my heart than being a father. I love being a father, but I've learned that being a father is a huge responsibility. 
It is a huge responsibility. Seeing the impact uh, my own father had on my life, watching other fathers and, and the impact that they have on their children, um, and, and just through different studies, the role of a father is significant in the life of a, of a child. So if you're a father and you're joining with us today, I need you to know that you have an enormous responsibility. And, and part of that, I believe, is because we are made in the image of God. We are made in the image of a heavenly father. We're cut from that cloth. And who is the heavenly father? The heavenly father is a creator. He's a sustainer of life. He's a provider. He's a help. He's a teacher. He's a guide. He's a shelter, a refuge, a center post. He is a constant. That is who the Heavenly Father is, and we are made in His image. So, dads, to you today, um, uh, we just wanted to give you a little bit something a little bit different. So, we have some fathers that are going to share some thoughts on what it means to, to be a father, maybe from experience, from, from a scripture, and I, and I pray that you're encouraged, and I pray that you're blessed. Uh, you're going to know some of these, these guys. You may not know some of them, but all of them are either a part of Parkway or have been a Parkway. Uh, part of the Parkway family at some point. And I want to encourage you to stick around right to the end because uh, this is truly meaningful. I want you to bow your heads wherever you are. We're going to pray that the Heavenly Father will open our heart, touch us uh, as these fathers speak. So would you bow your heads wherever you're tuning in from today. Father, we just thank you that we have a chance once again to meet as Parkway family, regardless of where we're tuning in from. Lord, I know that you hear us and you're with us today. And so we just pray to you as the God of all things, our creator, our sustainer, our savior. And we ask that you'd open our hearts to receive from you, to be moved by you. Spirit, that you would speak to us uh, through these guys that are going to share today, through the thoughts, through the scriptures, that we would be encouraged, inspired, challenged, convicted to, to be transformed. Regardless of whether we are a, a dad or not, I just pray that today that you'd touch our lives, Lord. And Lord, that you'd be honored, you'd be glorified by how we engage, how we've worshipped, how we worship through responding to your word. Lord, that you'd be exalted as we gather even in our homes today, Lord. We love you, God. This is for your glory. I pray that you're blessed. Lord, your word says that as we lift you up, you draw all people to yourself. So we lift you up this morning, and we pray that you just draw people, Lord, into your family. In the name of Jesus, and everybody said, amen. Check this out this morning. Hello there, everybody. My name is Stephen McDonald. I am a father of five four boys and a girl, and they range in age from 16 to 27. So a few thoughts on being a father. I just wanna share with you Proverbs 20, verse seven, and it says, the lovers of God will walk in integrity and their children are fortunate to have godly parents as their example. Being a father, this verse helps to keep my focus on the most important part of any man's life, or for that matter, any person's life, to be a lover of God. This ought to be our primary focus. Our relationship and passion to pursue God will be the anchor that holds us firm in our faith during the tough times. We need to establish foundational principles in our spiritual walk. Principles that are non-negotiable to the vitality of a walk with God. Determining to put Him first is the beginning of a strong walk with God. 
Building times of prayer and personal devotion are key to a spiritual walk that will flourish. I am in no way perfect. Many times I have failed as a God pursuer, but I would determine to get right back up and long after Him again. Psalms 42 verse 2 reflects, I long for you, O God, and I thirst for you, the living God. We need to get right back to living and thirsting after Him. As a father, we need to be a lover of God. Being a lover of God will translate into a life of integrity. It is a vital spiritual walk that will be a testimony of integrity to our children. As a parent, my greatest desire is to see my children live out a vital spiritual journey. That my life would have been the example that would encourage them to pursue God, that they would ultimately become lovers of God too. It is the greatest joy of my life to hear my children consistently living their lives in the way of the truth. Yvonne and I share the same desire in this life. It does not matter about the achievements in regards to finances, jobs, or social status. Our greatest desire is to see our children live out a life of integrity, that they would become an example for those around them and for those that will come after them. I remember the yelling and the screaming. Um, I remember the swearing. Um, I remember being afraid a lot. Um, but what I remember most, uh, and, and quite vividly really, is I remember the anger, um, the anger I felt. Um, I was angry with my parents for treating each other the way they did. I was angry that, that I had to listen to it, and that I was often on the receiving end of it. Um, but mostly I remember being angry because I knew that the way we lived as a family was not the way that families were supposed to live. So when my parents divorced, um, you know, unlike most kids who are devastated by that news, um, I was actually really relieved. Um, I knew that there was no way my parents could fight the way they did, not living under the same roof, um, that I wouldn't have to listen to it. And they probably wouldn't hate each other the same way as they did when they were together because the only reason they, they were like that is because they were never supposed to be together in the first place. Um, so... That wasn't reality for a long time. My my family can, or my, my parents continued to fight. Uh, there was a lot of ugly times for a lot of years. Um, thankfully, now I'm happy to report that they um, that they have a mutual respect for each other that I'm I'm really thankful for. Um, but it did take a long time to get there. So, um, typically, kids grow up in an environment and they do one of two things. They generally either follow in their parents' footsteps and do exactly what they. Um, were exposed to, or they fight really hard to do the exact opposite, which was my intention. You know, I knew that when I had a family someday, I would never treat them the way that I was treated. Um, I would never um, speak to them the way that I was spoken to, and that I would do everything in my power to protect them from from that type of um, behavior. Um, growing up, um, 
you know, I had a, I had a hard time with, with authority. I, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I, most kids do to a certain degree, but for myself, um, became very passionate about fighting. Um, you know, I fought with teachers, I fought with my parents, I fought with, um, you know, with everybody. And, um, you know, because it was my meth, it was my way of, of, um, of, of getting what I wanted and, and surviving was to, to win. I'd fight until, um, I either, um, you know, either won the fight or both physically or, or verbally or until the other person just completely backed down. Um, so not a healthy way to be, but unfortunately that's something that, um, I lived as a, as a younger person and even more unfortunately that I carried into my, uh, into my parenting, um, for, for many years. Um, Ephesians 6, 4 says, fathers do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them, rather bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Um, that's from the New Living Translation and uh, in Paul's letter to the Ephesians. That is pretty easy instruction in theory. Um, but what's not easy is is following through on that. Um, but yet it's so important. Um, one of the things that I didn't do is I didn't choose my battles. I didn't, um, I didn't fight about the things that were important. And my, and my method of, um, of parenting was often um, focused on me being right and them being wrong. Um, as a result, unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't gain the level of respect that I thought I deserved. Um, but, but unfortunately, um, I, actually, I actually got the level of respect that I, that I in fact deserved because of, because of the way I treated my kids. That's not to say it was all bad, nor was my own childhood all bad. I mean, my kids know I love them. Um, although, um, you know, there were many times where I'm sure they questioned that, um, which is unfortunate and, and it hurts me to say that. Um, but it, you know, it took me a long time, even, even until recent years to realize that there's a fine line between punishment and discipline. And, um, you know, for me, that line was even, was even more fine. Kids have the ability to push your buttons, um, and they're going to challenge you. They're going to they're going to see what they can get away with. Um, some kids are better at it than others. And in the case of myself, where um, you know I have a hard time not wearing my emotion on my sleeve, the button is a really obvious one um, when somebody wants to push it. So, um, you know, thankfully, despite my my best efforts, my kids have actually, um, not followed in my footsteps and are living a life that's, that's pleasing to the Lord, uh, for the most part. Um, so, you know, what I'd say is this, if I had one word of advice for fathers, especially is, is choose your battles. Um, you know, and, and, and if all possible, don't battle at all. Um, show your kids the love that we were designed to, to show them. Certainly we can never love them like, like our heavenly father loves them. Um, but thankfully when we screw up, if we teach them that they have that heavenly father to rely on, um, they know they can go to him, um, even when we're not at our finest. So it's not too late. Um, it's not too late to, to, to follow Paul's instruction in Ephesians 6, 4. Um, and because it's not, um, I'm going to start today too. So, um, good luck. Happy Father's Day to everybody. God bless. My name is Jeff Dalswell, and uh, I'd just like to share a little bit about uh, my one of my favorite verses in the Bible and a little something for men on Father's Day. 
So uh, my verse is, um, comes from Romans, and it's the 8th chapter, verse 37. And the chapter talks about a little bit about um, all the struggles that uh, Christians, men and women of faith, go through in this life and how difficult uh, we, ch uh, in all the challenges we face, all of the things that, uh, that God has for us and that... Um, and specifically in, in verse 37, it says that we are all conquerors. We are more than conquerors through him who lo first loved us. And so even no matter what struggles you're going through, you can be reminded that, uh, that uh, when God is with you, his spirit is in you and speaking to you in your heart and your mind, you have a confidence and a strength that comes only from knowing him and knowing what the word says so that you're able to be bold in your um, approach with people that you know at work at school when you're out in the community when you're facing uh, stressful events with uh, people in your life and it gets really times get really hard understanding that you no matter even the worst situation that you could ever imagine that you're put through um, a sudden tragedy or something, somebody close to you that uh, is experiencing a difficulty and it's a problem that's not easily solved, especially a problem that uh, you don't have any power over, you don't have any strength over. You need to understand that going to God is not wimping out. Going to God and seeking His face and praying for them and praying for yourself and praying for everyone else who's involved is a very powerful thing to do and it can it can affect great change and having assumptions that things are just going to continue the way they are and maybe even get worse and not having not taking your power back and understanding that God has your back and that he's going to help see you through anything and despite no matter whatever happens you can just stand up boldly with your head up and, and tell the truth. Be truthful. And knowing the truth is something that a lot of people don't really, uh, haven't got their heads screwed on straight. And if you're around long enough, you realize that. And you need to uh, make sure that you know the truth. And that when, the, when you're confronted with a lie in, uh, in your life, that you stand not on the lie and not on... Uh, your feelings or anything but you stand just on the truth and then when you um, when you're going through them any struggle or any difficulty it makes life a lot easier and makes life gives you more peace in your heart and takes away your stress levels um, takes away your anxiety helps you be a more um, giving and um, a person that it has more to offer the world and isn't that what it's all about, that we can um, live joyfully, live um, generously, and give to others, and be helpful to others, encouraging people, and um, especially in these times where so many people are struggling in so many ways, uh, you can, you're the person that they can come to for advice, for information on how to uh, get through a phase of their life, or how to deal with a loss or maybe just a, 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 a serious disappointment in life. As a man of uh, the church for a really long time, um, probably one of the, definitely one of the church's oldest members, 
I've been a member of Parkway Church since before it began officially in Corona and was in court right. Um, but I just want to share that uh, I see exciting things going on in the church. And once we get back to services and um, everything happening, I would love for all of us to um, put a little bit more ener energy into meeting with people, socializing, and just sharing your faith one-on-one, um, -on -one, not on social media, not on, um, uh, you know, di the different avenues of making phone calls or those kinds of things, but definitely face-to-face -face conversations where you're sharing your hearts, your needs, praying together, men with men. Um, if you're um, struggling with something that's a difficult part of your life that you're really struggling, it's really hard for men to come to uh, other men and share, but just go to them. Men, go to other men, um, open your, your heart and your mind and just move these lips and share with other men and you'll feel a relief and men really do, um, come to, when they come together, they really do have a powerful effect on uh, their families and the people in their lives. So um, just remember, uh, when you're struggling, remember the truth and remember God's word and God has your back. Have a great Sunday. Good morning, Parkway. Uh, happy Father's Day to uh, to all the dads out there. Uh, may God bless you on uh, on this Father's Day. I'm just going to start with, uh, with a little scripture from Isaiah 40. This is verses 28 to 31. And this says, Have you never heard, have you never understood, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youth will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I don't know um, how you guys are feeling lately, but I've been tired a lot. There's been a lot going on um, in the world, um, in our culture and society. There's been a lot in the news and, and it's really exhausting. It's, it's tough to, um, it, it's tough to explain it all to to kids, to our, your children, um, it's a challenge and it's hard to process. Um, some of you know my story um, and what I've been dealing with over the last number of years. Uh, back in 2016, I've uh, I had an accident, and um, I'm a pastor. And at the time, I was um, I was pastoring in Wasaga Beach, and uh, I went up on the roof to get a frisbee on a Friday night for youth. And uh, on my way down, after stepping off of the roof onto the ladder, uh, the ladder collapsed. And uh, I had one foot still on the roof and that caused me to flip upside down. And I landed uh, head first, about uh, 20 feet uh, onto the ground. And since then I've been diagnosed with uh, post-concussive syndrome, a TBI, a traumatic brain injury. And uh, because of that, I suffer with with chronic fatigue and that's affected 
every area of my life. Um, but thinking about it being Father's Day, um, it's really affected the way uh, that I parent. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been a challenge in, uh, in adapting and learning new ways to do things. Um, but one of the big challenges is fatigue. And, um, and I know a lot of us are tired these days, but uh, fatigue is, is a tough one. And I suffer from chronic fatigue. And um, I could sleep at any time. I could, I could fall into bed or fall on the couch and just crash. And um, I have slept days before. Um, few days on end I've been just sleeping and resting and uh, and that's hard but when I read this scripture I'm encouraged by um, by what uh, Isaiah has to say about God um, that our Creator God never grows weak or weary even when we do as as parents as fathers um, our Father in heaven does not that he actually gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. I feel powerless a lot of the time. And this gives me hope that I can have power because I am weak. I can have strength because of who my father is. Not only that, by putting my trust in him, I find new strength. And it's not just strength, but it's the fact that that we'll go beyond that and we'll soar high on wings like eagles. That we will have endurance. We will run and not grow weary. That we will walk and not grow faint. Um, so I pray my will and, and, and what I hope for you uh, this Father's Day is that you get new hope, new strength, um, new endurance from our Father in Heaven. May he bless you with that this Father's Day, and may you run and not grow weary. God bless. You know, I don't know how many times I've watched those uh, clips, and I've been blessed every single time. And I hope that regardless of whether you were a father or not, you just you were inspired or you gleaned something from these guys this morning. Listen, appreciate you guys for, for blessing us this morning. We love you and we're praying for you and we're so encouraged by the word that you shared. Um, I need you to know though, regardless of who you are, just as we wrap things up today, that there is a heavenly father that deeply loves you. There is a father in heaven who deeply loves you. You know, one of the things I've come to learn about being a father is the responsibility and role a father has in developing the faith of a child. And research has shown how a, a father's behavior actually impacts a child's understanding of God. A father's behavior. The scriptures say this, right? The scriptures say, train up a child in the way it should go, and when he's older, he will not depart from that. From that. And if you think about that scripture and you think about the research, um, it's not so much the spoken word that is the training, that is the lesson, but it's the model, it's the behavior, it's the life that, that, that we live. Um, and that's a scary thought, that my, that my behavior is the lesson that impacts my child's view and understanding of God. You know, the other day, um, my son had done something wrong again, and I had yelled at him, I'd raised my voice, and, you know, it was one of those moments where I'd had enough and I was just done. 
And, uh, and I, I yelled at him, and he got upset. And that night, he went and he shared with his, his mom, Jody. He said, uh, he, he said, you know, I don't know if Daddy really loves me. And I know kids say those kinds of things when they're upset and they're sad. And some of you who are, are parents are like, wait until they're teenagers. You're going you're gonna to hear some things. And I get that and all. But, but when she shared that with me, it really broke me. It really hurt me because I, I want my son to understand that regardless of what he does, that I still care for him, that I still love him. But I felt like in that moment that I had failed a little bit in showing that. He needed to be disciplined. He needed to be taught, uh, told that what he had done was wrong. But somewhere in the mix, he didn't get the message that I still, I still loved him. We have, we have this saying that I often say with them before they go to bed. I say, I say, whose son are you? I say this to my sons. Whose son are you? And they say, your son, daddy. And I say, when's that going to change? And they say, never. And I said, that's right. Regardless of what happens, regardless of what you do, I'm always going to love you. See, my behavior impacts my kids. And I've, I learned that through this, through this moment, that, that how I model and, and what, I, what I do, not necessarily what I say, is going to show whether my ki- to my kids whether or not I love them. Uh, more importantly, my behavior is going to show my kids whether or not God loves them. And I think it's so important that as fathers, we are modeling the kind of behavior, not just the lesson, but the kind of behavior that shows our kids that there's a heavenly father who loves them. You know, I want my kids to know that. I want them to grow up knowing that there is a God who cares about them deeply. You know, and I want you to know, regardless of of your upbringing, regardless of the relationship you had with your father, regardless of the model you, you saw and experienced, that there is a God up above, there is a father in heaven who cares for you deeply. He loves you so much that he came to earth, he died on the cross, and he made a way for you to be part of his family. And I need you to know that today because I know we have different experiences. God loves you deeply. The Father in heaven loves you deeply. Regardless of your experience on earth, regardless of your experience with your earthly father, he loves you so much that he wants you to be a part of his family. So I hope that touches you, and I want to encourage you today that if you reach out to him, he's there, he's willing to listen, he will respond, and if you accept his son today, you can actually be, become a part of the family of God. It's as easy as confessing that you're a sinner and that you need him, and he responds in love and grace. So I just want to pray us out today, and I want to pray that you're blessed, and I want to pray that the fathers uh, today are blessed, but also that we become more like our heavenly father in showing that grace and love that he provides each and every day. So would you bow your your heads with me as we pray? Father, we just thank you. I thank you, Lord, for your love. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your care. Lord, you are a personal God who loves us deeply. Regardless of our experiences on earth with earthly fathers, you are the heavenly father who who is steadfast in love, who is constant, who, who died on the cross, who made a way so that we could be in uh, relationship with you, the relationship we have with you could be restored. And I just pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, that each and every single one of us would know your love deeply, that you'd fill our hearts with your love, Lord, that you fill our hearts with your presence. And Lord, for those that maybe don't know you today, you touch them in a way and draw them, God, to that place where they can become a part of your family. Lord, I pray for fathers today. You bless them. I pray you encourage them as they as they navigate the road of fatherhood. I pray that you'd uh, strengthen them. I pray that you'd give them um, um, wisdom. I pray that you'd, you'd, you'd correct us so that we could, we could teach and train and raise up our children, father our children the way you father us, Lord. 
Bless them this morning. Help us to be better at being a father. But Lord, encourage us, Lord, to know that we are a part of your family, that there's that heavenly father up above that loves us and cares for us. God, as we, as we look ahead to reopening soon, hopefully we pray that you just give our church us wisdom, guidance, Lord. Encourage people today, God, to know that you're with them. Lord, maybe there's those that are sick and in need. We just pray that you touch those that are in need healing, Lord, give healing. Those that, that need strength, give strength. Lord, those that are afraid, I pray that you take away the fear. God, your word says that perfect love casts out fear. Blessed this morning, and above all, would you be glorified, would you be honored, in Jesus' name, amen. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that this message brought you closer with Jesus and gave you a better understanding of your walk with him today. If you would like to know more about who we are as a church, you can visit our website, weareparkway.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at parkway.church.